the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We're going to be talking about uncompromising values. Uncompromising values. How many are ready to grow up, show up, right, and have some uncompromising values? What you believe in, what you stand for. This is the year of what? Being relentless. This is the year of being persistent. This is the year of being unyielding. How many of you know that we've got goals, we've got things we want to accomplish for our family, for our health, for our wealth, right, for our future, and another year comes, and let me tell you, another year passes, but we have to make the decision that we're going to be relentless. This is the year, right? We're going to be persistent. We're going to be uncompromising, and we're going to talk about being uncompromising with our values, with our values, what we, what we value most in life. How many know your values, right? You're like, yeah, I got core values. How many of you can write them down? How many of you know if we asked your kids, what is your family values? Could they write them down? And if you don't know values, then how can we be expected to live by these values, right? And we need to get our values from the word of God. We need to get our values. What do we believe in? What do we stand for, right? Let's go, right? Values are so very important. They're important. What you believe in, what you stand for, because let me tell you, everything is trying to distract you. Everything's trying to tell you, believe in me. Believe in me. I have the cure. I have the answer, right? Anybody, right? Especially if you're single, believe in me. Believe in me. I'm telling you guys too, don't believe what that makeup. Don't believe all them falsies and everything, you know? See the real thing. I always say that to singles. What do you need to do? Take them swimming, right? Take them swimming, get them water baptized, dunked in the water, and see whatever comes out. I can marry that. (laughs) Or, whoa! (laughs) No, just jokes. I'm just saying don't, don't believe the lie, right? Don't believe the filtered, edited vision, edited version of yourself. Sometimes we got these angles, we got these filters, and sometimes we don't even know what we truly look like, you know? Because we work those angles anyway. Anyways, it's crazy because now you even see toddlers, and you know how they only know how to mimic, right? So toddlers, what do they do? I'm like, what in the world are you doing? They're just doing what they've been seeing. They're like, subscribe to my channel. I'm like, this is Auntie. Who are you talking to? You're, you're, just, you're on Auntie's phone. And subscribe to my channel. We're, we're just making a video, okay? Calm down, right? But can you, do you see that? We can only mimic, right? We can only mimic. So sometimes we're believing even the false version of ourself. How many are ready to be real with yourself, right? How many are ready to evaluate your life, the fruit of your life, and make a change, right? Make a change. Our values are so important. What you believe in, what you stand for. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.12, this is why I suffer as I do. Because he knew his values. He knew who he believed in. That's why he could be suffering and say, this is nothing, right? I'm not ashamed. Paul was not ashamed. How many of y'all been ashamed to even say you're going to church? How many of y'all been ashamed to post the scripture? 
How many of y'all been ashamed to stand in, to stand up for what you truly believe in? How many of y'all ashamed of the gospel? Paul's over here telling us, he's giving us an example. I'm not ashamed. Paul is in prison. Right? Imagine you're falsely accused. You're in prison because you're a Christian. You're in, you're in prison because you're standing for Jesus. And he's like, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. And people are like, I'm ashamed that you're in prison. <laughs> he's not ashamed. He knows why he is where he is. For I know Jesus, and I'm personally acquainted with him, who I have believed with absolute trust and confidence in him in the truth of his deity, and I am persuaded. I'm persuaded beyond any doubt that he is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him until that day when I stand before him. How many of you guys are persuaded in Christ, right? How many of you are trusting in him till that day you see him face to face? We are trusting in him that we are a new creation, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, that you are the head and not the tail, right? What are you persuaded? What are you fully persuaded in? We need to fully be persuaded in Christ, right? Are you fully persuaded in Jesus as the ultimate truth, the way, and the life? Or is this the way? Or is this the way? Right? This is how, this is how we get a generation indoctrinated by education or this way or that way. Come follow me. Follow me. Follow this trend. Follow this TikTok. Can you see on TikToks? It's just trying to get you to repeat, 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 repeat. You're a parrot. Repeat me. Repeat me. This song, this clip, this goes viral. And then what? Everybody does the same thing. That is the most annoying thing ever. Be original. <laughs> Put something on there. But it, it's just teaching you to mimic, mimic, mimic. Follow, 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 follow. And what are we doing? <sighs> and, and what are our young people doing? They're doing, the, I, I don't know how to dance, obviously, but they're doing the dances. Anybody? I have seen people stand, young people. I went to the library, right? And in the library, this girl checked out a computer, and you know what she's doing? A dance. The whole time. I'm like looking to check out a book. We're meeting there. We're reserving a room. This girl, the whole time, check out a computer at the, at the library, doing a dance. She don't care. She don't care if anybody's watching her. She did this dance again and again. We left an hour and a half later. When I left, the library was closing. And you want to know what she was doing? That dance. Again and again and again and again and again. Repeating, 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 repeating. Right? Once you hear something so many times, you start to believe it's truth. And that's exactly what TikTok's warning. Believe me, believe me, believe me. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And how many of you got the word on repeat like you got a TikTok dance? How many of you got the word of God on repeat like you got those TikTok relationships? You know, oh, you're sad and depressed because their relationship is better than yours. And repeat, 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 and repeat. You wonder why you're so unsatisfied in your marriage? You're so unsatisfied with your house, with the car you got, with the outfit you got, with your haircut. You're so unsatisfied with how you look. Repeat, 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 repeat. Am I coming for somebody, anybody, right? We're just, it's just, we're just seeing thing after thing after thing after thing. After thing. It's like, wake up, wake up. 
you have a family, you have a husband, you've got children, you're alive, okay? You're alive. And be grateful, be thankful, and take an evaluation about what you value in life. And I hope you value your time because you can't get it back. You can't get that time wasted on TikTok back. You can't get that time wasted, right? I'm not saying that you can't have it, but your screen time will tell on you. Some of these kids got like 19 hours of screen time. When are you living? <laughs> Go outside and play in the rain. Just like, hello, anybody? Okay, I'm gonna get off that horse. Are you fully persuaded? Are you fully persuaded in Jesus as the ultimate truth, as the way, as the life, right? Are you unsure? Are you uncertain, right? And are you unstable in all of your ways? We gotta be real with ourselves. We gotta ask ourselves these questions, right? Do you know what you believe in? Do you know what you stand for in life? Paul, he was persuaded. And Paul, he personally tapped into the word. He tapped into Jesus. He tapped into the truth. He tapped into the way. And he tapped into life. No matter what happened to Paul, shipwreck, stone, beat, killed, it did not matter. He was what? Fully persuaded. He was fully persuaded in Christ. He was fully persuaded and fulfilling his purpose in Christ. How many of you are fully persuaded to fulfill your destiny, to fulfill purpose? You know, so many people are craving for fulfillment in life. It happens in Christ. It happens in Christ. And Paul was fully persuaded. He was fully persuaded in prioritizing the will of God first over his feels, over his wants, over his needs. He prioritized the will of God first, just like somebody else, just like Jesus, just like Jesus, right? And Paul tells us, he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, pattern yourself after TikTok. Pattern yourself, come on, pattern yourself after your generation. Pattern yourself after your education. Pattern yourself, right? Pattern yourself after me. Follow my example as I imitate and follow Christ the Messiah. Let's pattern ourselves after Jesus and let's pattern our values for life after Jesus too. This is an important decision that we have to make, right? I wanna help you discover for yourself. Come to know that you know for yourself what you believe in. What you believe in, what you stand for, right? And to find out what you value most in life, you have to evaluate the fruit of your life. And this is the hard part. You know, we gotta take a good look at ourselves. How you know we've been hiding, we've been ducking, we've been staying busy. Anybody? Like, you know, you on the run from what? Yourself. <laughs> you on the run from them dishes that are piling up. You on the run from them pounds that are packing on. You on the run from your children running amok. You're on a run. Anybody on the run? Anybody been there? Like, hello. We're on the run. We need to evaluate ourselves. We need to take a good look at ourselves. And how do we do that? We evaluate the fruit of our life. 
And the amazing thing is that we can change. And change starts with a decision. Change starts with new information. God's word is information. And we got to put this information into application. And that's when we produce a total transformation. Anybody want them transformation picks? You want that transformation body? You want that transformation relationship and marriage? You want them transformation young people? Transformation teenagers and children? We want these transformation. It starts with a decision to receive the information of this word of God, put it into application, put it into practice. All of this is just words going out. You gotta receive it. And you need to get an understanding of the word of God. Understanding changes everything, you guys. Understanding gives you big picture. You can see the big picture when you have an understanding. When you understand why God is saying what to do and how to do this. When you understand the heart of God, that he loves you. When you understand these things, you see the big picture. When you're immature and your parents say no and you throw a fit, you don't see the big picture. You can't see the big picture that they're trying to protect you and watch over you and help and guide you. No, right? Anybody been there? And the more mature you get, you understand the big picture. That's understanding. And all you're getting, what are we supposed to get? Get understanding. Because when you have an understanding of the word of God, you can walk out this wisdom, right? And we just need to evaluate the fruit of our life. Where is most of my time spent? Where is most of my money spent? Where is most of my energy spent? Like your thoughts, they're spent. Where is it, right? Ask yourself, what matters most in my life? What are my top values? Because you need to discover your top values for yourself, right? What are my top values? What do I prioritize first in my life? What do I prioritize first? What was the challenge that Pastor Dan gave us? Prioritize God first. Put him first. It's not about being religious. It's not about a time limit. It's about first. That first prioritize. That first priority. Good morning, Father. Thank you for this day. Good morning, Father. I am so glad I woke up. I am so glad that I am alive. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let's go. And you just woke up thankful to be alive. It's hard to be ungrateful when you wake up grateful. (laughs) Thank you for this breath. I'm alive. Not like another day. (laughs) Oh, man. Another day of what? Another day of being relentless. Another day of victory. Let's go, right? What We got to ask ourselves, what do I prioritize first in my life? Do I prioritize, y'all ready for this? Money. What? Where's all your energy? Where's all of your time? Right? Where, where's it all spent? Do, do I, what do I prioritize first in my life? Do I prioritize first money? Do I prioritize first likes? Do I prioritize first followers? Do I prioritize first social media? And that sounds like a joke, right? No, I don't prioritize first social media, but half of our generation can't wake up without first checking social media. You don't even use the restroom. You haven't even brushed your teeth. You have not even said, good morning, God. What in the world are you doing? Checking social media, right? But we got to evaluate what? The fruit of our life. Because let me tell you, fruit speaks, right? 
Spirit speaks. I'm not coming for you. Guys, I'm not coming for you. And let me tell you that. I don't got to research and do my homework on any message that God hasn't come for me. Okay? Right? We just got to be real with ourselves. How many are ready to be real with yourself? And, and, and have fruit that we are proud of. And have fruit in our life that gives glory to God. And have fruit in our life of being successful in every area of our life. And that starts with prioritizing the kingdom of God. Putting him first. So we got to ask ourselves, right? Am I putting followers? Am I putting social media? Am I putting clout? Am I putting influence? Am I putting power first? Am I putting popularity? Am I putting promotion? Outward appearance? approval of men is this what I prioritize first is this where the fruit of my life is invested in no thanks right because there's no fruit that there's no lasting fruit in that life what you prioritize you manifest good or bad that's what you're putting your priority right and it's important for you to decide what your top values for life are it is so important otherwise let me tell you you're going to be manipulated by others or you're just going to be a product of your generation and i am passionate about equipping you guys to not just be a product of your generation you don't have to be just conformed to this world we can be transformed and that only happens through the renewing of our mind to the word of God. It doesn't happen just because we come to church. It doesn't happen just because we receive Jesus. It happens by exchanging old ways of doing things and inputting new ways of doing things. That new way of doing things is God's way of doing things. And that's called his kingdom. We're kingdom kids. We got to be kingdom minded. We got to be mission minded. We got to understand our purpose and we have to understand our value. And that's why we have young people, old people, chasing people on social media, jumping in people's DMs, wrecking people's relationships. Why? Because we don't value ourselves. We don't understand values for life. So we're looking for other people. Will you value me? Will, will you validate me? Will you like me? Is this enough? Do I have enough makeup on? Am I showing enough? Is this enough muscles? Am I, do, am I flexing enough? Value me? Will you value me? Please, somebody value me. God values you. And he sent Jesus, his one and only son, who paid the ultimate price for you. And this is where you have to get your value, right? We have to get our values. You got to decide what your values are. And you got to understand that you are so valuable. You are so valuable. Otherwise, you're just going to be manipulated. How many people are done being manipulated? By the world system, by the generation, right? We're done. We don't want to just be a product of the generation. If you don't decide your values, the world will, right? And if you stand for nothing, then you fall for everything every single time, right? And if you're lacking wisdom, <laughs> anybody? If you're lacking wisdom, there's hope. There's an answer. You ready for it? Ask God. Ask God. James 1.5. If any of you, look at your neighbor say you, including you. Look at yourself, including me. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide you through a decision or circumstance. Anybody got some life decisions you need to make? Right? Anybody got some circumstances you need understanding in? We are making decisions at all times. Turn right, turn left. Go to Taco Bell or go home, 
save that money or spend it all. We're making decisions at all times, all times. People are wrecking their life in one second decision, right? No thanks. We're gonna ask God, if any of you lacks wisdom to guide you through a decision or a circumstance, you are to ask of God who gives to everyone generously. God is here ready. He is willing, pouring out his wisdom through the word of God. His word, come on, is his will. He's generously and without rebuke or blame. So he is not over here shaming you, calling you stupid and dumb. He's like, no, come to me. And wisdom will be given to you. But you must ask for wisdom in faith. You got to come with what? Belief. You got to come with expectation that God's going to answer you without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. Anybody been tossed by the wind in your decision making? From this decision and this decision, from this relationship decision, this career decision, this financial decision, signing your pay, signing your life away, you're in a contract, you're in documents, you have no idea what you just read, nothing. Did we ask God? Did we seek wisdom? Did we seek counsel? He, God's given us instruction right here. For such a person ought not to think or expect that he'll receive anything from God at all from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways and everything he thinks, feels, and decides. And this is why we're double-minded because we're not fully persuaded. We're not fully persuaded in the word. We're not fully persuaded in Christ Jesus. Sickness can knock on my door. I'm fully persuaded that I am healed, right? And now I'm like, let's go. We got these financial goals and financial things. I wanna be fully persuaded that God is my provider. And sometimes when lack be a knocking, I remind myself, are you fully persuaded? Is God your provider? Come on, are you a kingdom kid? Yes, I am. Let's go. Don't be double-minded. We have to ask God for wisdom and not be unstable in all of our ways. Let his word be your guide. His word is our guide. To identify your values, you got to ask yourself, what am I willing to live for? What is my purpose? Come on. What am I willing to die for? What, what would I give my life for? You need a friend in your life. You know, you know, like your dad, you're those protectors. Like, man, I give my life for your kids. You're like laid down, right? We need to be those kind of people that we would give our life to fulfill our purpose. That we would give our life to fulfill our purpose for a generation to go further, to go beyond us, to greater wisdom, greater understanding, greater gifting. Come on, we would, what would you give your life for? What are you willing to die for? And do my values line up with God's values or the world's values? Am I a double-minded person or am I fully persuaded like Paul? And we all know when we're double-minded, right? This, that, or am I fully persuaded to fulfill my purpose, to fulfill my destiny? The world's values are always changing. They're always lowering. They're always degrading. And what are they degrading? Your value, your value. God's word stays the same. 
He sent his son. You are valuable. You are valuable. Paul said in Romans 12 too, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself, not for me, not for your parents, not for your spouse. You gotta prove for yourself. Prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for you. This is why we renew our mind so that we're not conformed to this world, but we're transformed into who God called us to be. We are transformed into God, into what God has designed us to be. He has designed us to rule and reign here on this earth so that we could be manifesting heaven on earth. He's like, are you ready? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on. Ask yourself, in what direction are my values leading my life? In what direction? Where's the fruit of my life? Where's my values at, right? Are they leading me towards a transformed life, fulfilling the will of God, fulfilling the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God? Or are they leading me to a superficial life? A superficial life, conformed and shaped by the generation that you were born in and the generation that I was born in. It is so funny because now you can hear certain um, uh, comedians or you'll hear certain, even like Christian comedians, or they'll be joking about something and you know instantly that they're from your era. Bam. You like hear a joke, you hear a slang, you hear this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're from the 80s. Like, oh my gosh, I know that kid. Like, you never met them. But what? You, you know the language of your generation. You understand what they sound like. How many are ready to know the language of the word of God? How many are ready to know the language of God and hear the voice of God and have his word and his values guide you in your decision making instead of the world's generation and era and values and standards guiding you? Well, they say it's okay. Well, that, you know, anybody been there? right? So many times growing up, like how come we can't watch that? And how come we can't go here? And how come, I heard a story. Okay, I heard a story. This is an amazing story. I don't know where I heard it, but I heard it. And uh, a boy says, dad, all my friends are going to see a movie, right? Been there, done that. How many have been, how many have been trying to convince your parents? All my friends are going and all my friends will be there. And they're like, dad, we looked it up. We have this Christian app, and it tells us that there's only one F word in this. Only one F word. That's it. Just one F word. That's the only thing bad in the movie, Dad. I, I'll show you the app. Ready? And the dad says, no. No, you can't go. And the son's like, oh, never get to do anything. Anybody been there too? Right? So the dad's like, okay, cool. Once your friends are all done with the movie, everybody come over. Everybody come on over to the house. You ready? Come on over. We're gonna have, we're gonna, I'm gonna make you guys some brownies. It's gonna be awesome. Come on, everybody's over. Everybody's invited over after the movies, but you can't go. Ready? So then the dad made the brownies and he says, here you guys go. I made you guys something. You have fun at the movies. And his son's still all set. He's like, ready? The brownies are extra special. 
I just put one spoon of dog poop in there. Just one. Only one spoon of dog poop. Just a little, little tiny, not even a whole spoon. Just a teeny, tiny toddler spoon of dog poop in there. But there's still chocolate and sugar. There's a lot of sugar. Just one piece of dog poop. You want to know how many of those kids ate them brownies? This is all a, a, a story. None. No, I don't want no brown. I don't want no dog poop anywhere. I don't want the dog to even poop while you're cooking. No. Right? But, right, your values start to be degraded. Right? From the pressure that you feel from peers, from the pressure you feel, well, like, mom, dad, everybody's dating. How come I can't? Yeah, you know what my dad said? You could date when you move out. My 17th birthday, peace. <laughs> Still not dating. <laughs> Just fulfilling the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for my life. Amen? Amen. Yes. Are, they, are, these, are your values leading you to a superficial life? And if your life is not full of substance, then it is. Right? Just conformed and shaped by the generation we were born in. Values are important because they define us. Values, they determine our choices, right? If we're going to go see that movie or not, if we're going to eat just a little bit of dog poop or not. Our values, they determine our choices. We have way more value than that. We would never eat dog food or dog poop <laughs> or dog anything, okay? I don't even like dog kisses. Anyways. Everything we do is a reflection of the values we hold, right? We're going to make, if we're going to make an impact in this world, then we're going to have to live above the standard. We're going to have to put God first, his kingdom first. We need to be fully persuaded and personally come to know for ourselves what we really believe in. What do we believe in? Are we just church and tenders? Are we the church? What do we believe in? What do we believe in, right? What do we stand for? What are we willing to live for? And what are we willing to die for? And here at Love Life Church, we got a set of core values. We got a set of core values, right? That, that we live by, that guide us. These are eight biblical values that follow the acronym Love Life, right? We're going back to the basics. How many of y'all needed a basics uh, refresher, right? We need those basics refreshers. And our uh, core values start with love, right? Love. We love God, love people, and love life. Outreach. We look for opportunities to connect people with God. Value. We value people and treat them with respect and honor, enthusiasm. We keep a good attitude, living for and serving God with joy. Leadership, right? We lead, influence, and inspire others through our example, integrity. We align our thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards, fellowship, we do life as one united family. We are better together. Excellence. We always give our best because God gave his best. 
And you know what? We're gonna take a few weeks to dive into each of these eight values. We're gonna, we're gonna write them on our heart. We got love and loyalty. We got, we got them written on our heart. We're gonna put these up in our house. We're gonna, these are gonna be the family values, right? With my confident expectation, right? How many already? How many of you guys have confident expectation for this message, right? To write these values on your heart, to live out these values for others too. I got confident expectation that we will develop these values as our own uncompromising values. We got to make the decision for ourselves. Uncompromising. Your uncompromising compass. Your uncompromising guide. These values will help you make decisions. Like, is this love? <laughs> Am I outreaching? Does this value others? And these decisions that I'm making, right? How many are ready for these to be your family rules? Your family rules. And how many are ready for uncompromising personal character, right? Who you are, keeping your word, keeping your promises, growing, maturing, becoming all that God has called you to be. These core values are my life and purpose. What is my life and purpose? Love. Loving God, loving people, loving life, outreach. Everywhere that I go, I have an opportunity to outreach to somebody. And that includes in my own home. You know, your own family needs you to reach out to you. You got family sitting at your, your, diner, your diner, dinner table, <laughs> at your dinner table. What, we mad at each other? Got the stank eye, got the side eye. How, how many are ready to outreach at your dinner table? right? And get off your phone. Value. Value others. Value people. Respect and honor. Enthusiasm. The attitude you have is the attitude you choose. Your attitude. You, it's not about the attitude of other people. I go to create an atmosphere. I don't need your atmosphere. Well, no, we're about to change the atmosphere, right? We're gonna create an atmosphere of enthusiasm, of joy. We come to church excited. We come and serve in the ministry on the dream team, excited and passionate about others, about being the hands and feet of Jesus, right? Leadership, leading others well starts with leading myself well. Starts with leading myself well, integrity. It's integrity matters. Your integrity matters. Changing your way of thinking to God's way of thinking. Fellowship. Man, we love to fellowship. We love food and we love fellowshipping. You know, those go together, right? Because we enjoy each other. We put each other first. We prefer each other. We ain't petty at each other. We love each other. Speaking the truth to each other in love, right? This is my life. This is our purpose. Excellence. We got an excellent attitude. We got an excellence. We see things that are, are here that need to be leveled up. We're not complaining about it. We're taking responsibility to be that change and raise the level of excellence. When you see something that's broken, you see something that needs attention, what do you do? Have an excellent attitude, an excellent spirit in you and be the change, right? You see something, be the change, excellence, right? Everything we do is for God. 
And we're just gonna take a few weeks to dive into the values. How many are ready to grow in values, to mature, right? And level up in the values that God has for us and valuing yourself, valuing others, knowing that He values you. He values you. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.